everybody. It's Friday, 8th of May, and the market's having a good day. We're up 40 points. Thank goodness for that. Happy with that. After the 5% fall on Friday last week, we had thought this week we might have to start making asset allocation decisions and run up the cash. We haven't had to at all. In fact, we're feeling really quite comfortable at the moment after three good days. I've got a chart in the strategy piece today which shows you the ASX 200 and it shows you we're in a new trading range. Interesting to see which way we break out of that trading range. Technically, the discipline is you're supposed to chase a stock or a market that breaks out of resistance or support. So we'll see whether whether we do that this week and that might be good or bad. I've got a chart in the strategy piece as well about the VIX volatility index and how it's still falling, which is good. That's what we want to see. I've got a summary of some of the main themes I've talked about this week. Let me try and keep this short. First one is that we will be back to work soon. I think coronavirus is going to become a passe stock market theme. There's a, I've written up Shane Oliver's article. He, he really does produce some clear stuff. I've been very critical of big financial institution economists because their job is to pacify the clients, be constantly optimistic, never say anything controversial. But Shane Oliver stands out. He's been around the traps now and he's an intelligent man. Go and Google him and sign up to his weekly email. He provides clarity where other, others present mess. Anyway, uh, he's written an article this week. I've written it up in the strategy piece down the bottom. The basic message is Australia is going to see one of the faster and better recoveries. Don't have a read of that. The biggest risk at the moment, number strategy theme, biggest risk at the moment is that we're not out of the woods yet, that we have we risk a relapse after restarts, a second wave. It's clearly the biggest problem the market has, and the US is probably the biggest risk. They may, may be coming out too early. It's low odds we're going to have a relapse, but we've got to keep an eye on it. Uh, what what could stop that, of course, is there are, there are a load of companies, including another one today in the US, up 8.7% on the back of a COVID-19 vaccine potential. Uh, we may medically solve this, in which case all the case numbers just drop to zero. But until we get some medical result, we do have to worry about relapse. And the US is the one. If we had the US's case curve, we would not be coming out of lockdowns yet. But the, the US is... Politics is probably winning over medical advice at the moment. It would upset everything if they had to go back in because they'd had to go back in for longer. Anyway, just keep looking over our shoulder at the US and, and whether they see a recurrence. Another theme I've talked about this week is trade wars not important in the middle of this corona-affected uh, econ- global economy. The trade war in 2019 threatened to be the pin that burst the bubble, which was the market was was tightly blown up and trade war was the catalyst that could have killed sentiment. I think there's no bubble for a trade war to burst at the moment. Sentiment's already taken a real beating and trade war might impact the next GDP number, but we're already expecting GDP down 40%. What what are we going to do? We're going to panic over it being down 41%. I don't think so. So I'm hoping trade war doesn't become an issue, though clearly it's making a few headlines. And some some journalists are treating it as if we're 2019. We're not. The bubble's already burst. So it may not be that important. Let's hope not. Maybe further down the track it will be. Lastly, I've talked in the newsletter about bad headlines and not to, be, not to let them put you off too much. For instance, the UK today is saying that their GDP number this year will be minus 14%. It'll be the worst GDP number since the South Sea bubble in 1720. 
Of course. But what they don't tell you, of course, is in two or three or six months' time, you'll see the best GDP number in the UK since the South Sea bubble in 1720. All these, the market's looking through the lows here. So a lot of bad headlines. US jobs number tonight will be down 22 million. That's the biggest number ever. The previous high was 800,000 jobs lost. And here we are with 22 million. Again, six months' time, a year's time, that's going to be plus 22 million. Be the biggest gain in, in uh, a month. So it's got to keep your, keep your uh, hair on. Basic strategy message, happy with the market watching this sideways trend, seeing which way we break out of it will be interesting to watch. Other little things today, Macquarie's results are out. We have big holdings. It's up 3.9% as I speak, so very happy with that. In fact, a lot of the stocks we bought for recovery, doing very nicely today. Appen's up 4.2%. REA's up 8.4%. Webjet's up 5.2%. Email payments up 6.3%. Can't put a foot wrong at the moment. Geniuses. Other Little things, uh, we have a, an all-odd spreadsheet being published tomorrow, which will include what index a stock is in. I'm trying to isolate this, the companies that are in the all-technology index and in the ASX 200, because it's always interesting to see which companies going in and out, and there are trades to be had of companies that have got a market cap very close to or that would, would get them into the ASX 200, in which case they may go in and people buy them because they, they're going to go in. I'm just going to put the indexes on the All Lords spreadsheet. It should be quite interesting. And lastly, today, we are in the process of developing something quite exciting, which is our Telling It As It Is online education course. And we have been putting some of the content together. You'll find in the newsletter today, uh, we have put in a page called Telling It As It Is, Exchange Traded Funds. Go and have a look at that. We're teaching you about exchange-traded funds, which ones are the best ones, and how it all works in telling it as it is language rather than detail that you could read. It's more about how it really works. Uh, Go and have a look at that and uh, learn about ETFs. Otherwise, rolling into the end of the week rather nicely. Let's hope it continues. (laughs) 